Good morning. Welcome to Bebel's Highlights. So today I decided we're going to touch a topic as far as parenting goes. So what didn't we know about becoming a parent? Um, let's see. Many, many different things. <laughs> Where can we even start? Um, hmm. You know, honestly, this would be a good time where I wish I had a friend of mine because we would go back and forth about all the type of things as parents that we wish we knew before we actually became parents our damn selves. Um, one thing that always, every time anybody be like, so, you know, are there anything you can tell me about being a parent? All right, people, if you're not a parent and you're listening, I'm pretty sure you've learned this already. Hopefully you have, if not here. Shit goes backwards. Um, in other words, you know, sometimes, which I'm pretty sure you guys have seen these memes on social media, um, where there's a baby and the shit, he took the shit, it's up his back, and they're like, can I throw the whole baby away? Listen. Sometimes I do wonder that, you know, um, at least each one of my kids has done it at least once, you know, it's something that basically is inevitable. It does happen. You know, it's not that, oh, you're a bad parent because you let the shit go up their back or nothing like that. Um, it, some kids just have massive shit and some, sometimes it's just that their diaper's just way too small. Um, but it also depends. Um, let's see what else I wish I knew. Before becoming a parent, um, the stress is real. You know, growing up, I look at my dad, and my dad made life look easy. My dad woke up, took care of me, got me situated, took me to school, went about his way, went to work, came home, made sure if I needed help with my homework, he'll help me, and he'll keep going along with his duties, cooking for me. You know, making sure I have everything I need. But in the end, he made it look like it was just a piece of cake. Like, there was nothing to stress about. Like, everything was perfect. And in the back of his mind, which I did not know until I grew up and I learned more about bills and finances, my dad was kind of stressed out. He's just good at hiding his stress. Not so much no more, you know, that I'm an adult. But he hit it so well, you know. Once you're a parent, it's like whatever issues you had before, it's like your issues intensify because it's you have a whole nother body with you. Um, Just like a prime example, I've been through shit in my life. My life has never been perfect. You know, I've been, I've had the good lifestyle, you know, where I lived at home with daddy. Daddy took care of me and my kids. Um, I didn't have to stress for a thing in the world, but I also know the lifestyle of being homeless with your kids, which is a big, big stress. Um, I've lived in a shelter with my kids for Christ's sake. Like life with kids is stressing, um, but it's beautiful and it's a blessing, um, Because it's like, me, right now, my two younger kids, they're with their grandfather um, from their father's side. And they're in Puerto Rico right now. So, you know, I see them through video chat, you know. And 
I'm just so excited to get my babies. Can't wait. Miss those little people, my babies. But it's like when I see them on video camera, even though, of course, my kids are good. I know my kids are good. They're alive. They're well. They're being fed. Their grandfather does a spectacular job with them, you know. And he, um, every time, you know, he has a chance, he'll call me so I can see them, you know, and it's not, there's no bad blood between the family, you know, although me and their father didn't work out, you know, we do what we do. Um, so when I see them on video chat and it's just because they're not here physically with me, I get sad, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, kids are uplifting in the moment when I'm on video chat with my kids, like their energy, like mommy, mama, you know, when you hear mama, mommy, dada, daddy, papi, whatever, you know, your kid calls you, it brings you warmth. Like it makes you feel so good because it's like, bro, that's unconditional love. That is one thing that I definitely learned. Your kids will love you no matter what you do. You can think that you have failed as a parent horribly because I'm saying it from experience. At one point in my life, I felt like I couldn't do no type of good for my kids. I felt like I was just in the dump of all dumps. And no matter what, every day, my kids, mama, mommy, my sons, you know, I love you, mom. That right there, it just warms you up. So it's like, even if you're having a bad day, you look at your kid. And even if your kid is the reason why you're mad, it still brings you warmth. It still makes you feel good because it's like, listen, I'm not perfect, but this kid right here loves me with all my imperfections, with all my flaws. Like, they look at me like I'm the queen of the fucking world. And they hold me to this pedestal, you know, they just look at you and they're like, listen, that's my mom and my mom loves me. They see what we do for them, even if it's the littlest thing as just give them a bath, you know, it's just that unconditional love over everything. It just, it makes being a parent awesome. Um, like, of course, you know, that's one thing, you know, because it's like us. Our parents can sit here, they can chew us out when we were kids, and and within a couple minutes to an hour, you know, we're trying to cuddle up to our parent and love them, because at the end of the day, that's what we do, you know, we love our parent, and that in itself is just beautiful, um... I never knew that, although, of course, I was learning it over time, how much just hearing mommy would make me happy. Even when they get on my nerves, because Lord knows, four kids is a handful, you know? And there's there's other people out there that have four kids, so they understand 100%, you know, that it's not a piece of cake. It's not just, wake up sunshine and rainbows outside no it's difficult it's frustration it's yelling it's smacking it's fighting but at the end of the day it's just love and I love that 
Um, another thing I learned while being a parent, being a parent comes with a lot of paperwork, comes with a lot, a lot of more responsibilities. Example, you know, my son's five, he's in VPK. My older son will be seven, you know, this year. He's in school, in first grade, as a matter of fact. You know what I'm saying? So it's like our responsibilities as parents, it becomes a lot more. We have to deal with paperwork and a lot more responsibilities because now my my six-year-old, you know, he's in school. So that's a responsibility all in itself. You have to make sure you wake up. You have to make sure they get to school. You know, you want to make sure you get them home make sure wherever home is whether your child lives with you directly or not you know um it's just it's a lot of responsibility it's paperwork that you have to do even when they're little my two and three year olds come with paperwork you know they right now they're in head start and early head start but you know there's a process before you get in there you have to do paperwork you know and it's it's just, it's a lot of things that come with being a parent that you really wouldn't have thought of. You know, I look at these little girls nowadays and they look at us adults and they see us with our kids. And because we discipline the kids when we're out and about and the kids look like they're good kids. And I have to tell people all the time, my five-year-old, everybody sees him, you know, if he's not in his hyper mood, he will be next to me. He looks like the sweetest and the most adorable child. But I have to let people know, don't let the cute face fool you. Don't let the fact that he's standing still for like these five minutes fool you. Ele Candela, he's, he's a trip. He's not an easy child. And I look at these little girls and like a friend of mine, you know, she was telling me her daughter, her daughter looks up to me. Um, and I tell her all the time, like, listen, I'm not perfect. I appreciate the fact that you look up to me, but there's so many other people you can look up to. And what she told me kind of touched me. She was like, you know why I look up to you, baby? Because at the end of the day, you go through hell, but you still come back. You don't let what anybody tells you, you don't let what anybody tells you bother you. The fact she says she looks up to me because at the end of the day, I get hit, I get up, and I still try. You know, even on my worst days when I'm depressed as hell and I don't want to do anything, I still manage to try, you know, even if it's for my two seconds of the day. And she's seen that. And that right there for her being, I believe right now she's probably like, 14, 15, it touched me. But one thing I had to, you know, kind of like sit her down and talk to her because she was like, and I look up to you as a mom because no matter what, because you were on the streets, you didn't let your kids be on the street and that's a mom. And there's a lot of people who contradict me on that because some people feel that while I was on the streets, my kids should have been with me instead of me placing them in homes so that they don't have to be on the streets with me. Um, And at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck about how anybody feels about the decision that I made when it came down to me being on the streets and not wanting my kids on the streets. I made the decision for them. 
not for me because if it was for me, I would have been selfish and all five of us would have been out in the cold, homeless, you know, um, but my kids don't deserve that. So I gave them better. I gave them roofs over their head while I struggled by myself, you know, and I won't say I was always by myself because there was a point where, you know, I was with my kid's father. I had family, you know, so it, it also varies. But back to what I was saying, this girl, you know, my friend's daughter, she was just like, and you as a mom, you're fucking awesome. And I can't wait to have a baby. And, you know, she's been in a a relationship with her boyfriend. I want to say like two years, you know, yeah, she's young, you know, little kids nowadays, they're starting young. So, you know, her and her boyfriend, they've been together for like two solid years. And he is older, you know, he's 17, he'll be 18 in a couple months. And they're already talking about starting a family. And I had to sit them down like, you guys are still young, live your childhood. You know, being a parent is a lot of responsibility. It's not as easy as a lot of us parents make it seem because we don't show all the hard times that we go through. Even with social media, a lot of people vent on social media about, oh, I want to kill my kid and this and that and blah, 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 you know, but that's part of being the parent, you know, we stress. But as a parent, we also don't let the kids see the stress full blown. And when she came and told me, you know, like she wants to start a family, you know, I had like rewind, pound, pause, hold the fuck up. No. We're not doing this whole family thing. You're too young. And she she sat there and she told me that she's like, no, but if you can do it, I can do it. And it's true. If I could do it, anybody can do it. But I learned, you know, and I didn't start as a parent young, young. I was, by the time my first son was born, I was 22. But I still, I feel like I'm that female that anybody younger than me comes. And if you guys don't have kids and you tell me you guys want kids, I'm the female that I'd be like, listen, wait on it. Enjoy your life. Have fun with life. Don't rush it. Because once you're a parent, there's a lot of things that you would like to do that you have to put on hold. Um, and that's another thing about being a parent. You put yourself and your life on hold until due time. An example, I went to college. I started studying accounting. I still don't even have my associates, you know, and I started college when 2012, but I had to stop because I had to put my kids first, you know, um, And eventually, yeah, I do plan on going back to school for that. Finished, getting at least my associates. And if I get my associates and I decide because my ultimate goal in life, which still is my goal, um, I want to have multiple degrees under my belt, but I have to put that on hold. Why? Because I have four mouths I have to feed. I have to tend to them. I have to make sure that they're good. Yeah, I could still do it at the same time, but... It's going to be way more difficult on me having four and being by myself. You know, um, another thing about being a parent, and especially when you have multiple children, 
they have different tastes. An example, my oldest son is very picky on what he eats, you know, when it comes to meat. Um, I remember when he was younger, I used to tell him all the time, it's not gum because biste, steak, you know, Spanish steak that we make with onions. And he wouldn't necessarily like to eat because he didn't like the texture of it. So it's like when it comes down to making dinner and you have multiple kids, it's like trying to find the balance, you know. It took me a while because, you know, my son doesn't like these things. I do. So it's like sometimes, you know, for his sake, either I just give him the caldo, you know, which is basically like the juice um, for my non-Spanish speakers listening. Um, But basically, so like he still has the savor of it, you know, and sometimes I'll try and sneak in little pieces. But my son, you know, of course, he's six. He's not stupid. He he catches on to things. You know, now he's getting more open about trying things. But, you know, when he was younger, it was hard because, of course, all my kids, the one thing I will give all my kids is rice, piece of cake. At least ever in life, if they ever want to fight over what the hell they're going to eat, the one thing they will always agree on is rice. You know, but there's a lot of things about becoming a parent that you end up learning as time goes by, you know, like... For Christ's sake, the one, let me tell you something about that drives me insane as a parent. Okay. And I take this example from my son, you know, my son, if he gets on YouTube, which if any other parent out there can please explain the amusement in this, please find me on any of my social media, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, I don't care where you find me, but please Let me know the answer to this. What is the amusement with these little kids going on YouTube and watching other kids play with toys? Because I don't understand it. And that was one thing, like, I learned as a parent. Like, my kid will go and rather watch a whole nother kid on an electronic device play with the same toy that he has. But my son... I think it's an anxiety coping issue that he has. He has a thing with small toys. He will hold it. Like if his life depended on it. And if you try and take it away, ooh, Lord, have mercy. There's going to be a fit. He's going to freak out, you know. And I feel like that's his anxiety coping mechanism. You know, my son has anxiety and PTSD. He's been through, you know, some things. All my kids have. You know, every child goes through stuff, you know. Um, But it's just, still to this day, like, I I think about it, you know. And it it just blows my mind because I'm like, bro, back in the day, we didn't have that. Back in the day, our parents were like, yo, get your asses the fuck outside, play. When them streetlights come on, bring your asses inside. That's how it was, you know. And nowadays, you just... You throw an electronic device at a kid, you know, and bam, that's it. They're good to go. Even my five-year-old, my five-year-old will beg me all day, every day, mommy, can I get you phone? Mommy, can I have your phone? Mommy, can I play a game? Mommy, I want to play a game. If you don't take your little Puerto Rican and black ass outside and go play like a normal fucking child, you know, but uh, typically I don't yell at my son, you know. Because the way this generation is, honestly, 
it's like, I'd rather have my kid inside because this generation is so bad that, you know, people be shooting out right in front of your damn house, hit the kid and just keep going. Listen, bitch, you, you hit my son, I'm fighting you. I'm, I'm gonna find out who you are and we finna fight, you know? But another thing, one thing I've always learned, our parents are very defensive over their kids. I've seen this firsthand. My dad, when it came down to me, nobody, no fucking person in this world could touch me and my dad not have a fit. If you were not my mother and you tried to put a hand on me, oh, oh, Lord, Papa Bear came. Papa Bear did not play. And it's like, me as a mom, I'm Mama Bear. Like, I've realized this, like, you mess with my kids, you bring out a whole different side of me. You bring up my kids in an argument, you're bringing out the demon in me, you know? So, like a prime example, you know, me, my baby father, you know, we we fought a lot. And my older two are not his, you know? So, but he still loved them as they were. Do not get it twisted. But there were times where me and him, we would get into this argument and it would primarily be about one of my kids and he would just try and say anything and I mean any little thing about my boys my devil horns came up and I was instantly mama bear ready to kill somebody for mine you know so it's a lot of things that when we become parents that we learn like I'm not typically a violent person whatsoever at all, actually, you know, it takes a lot for me to get physical with a person. So, the fact that when it comes to my kids, I really, I jump, you know, and that's any parent. It's a lot, when it comes to your kid, I've realized parents, there's no in-between. And what I mean by that is... When it comes to your own kid, when someone comes at you, and even if it's just, I'm not going to say that it's negative. Um, When someone, okay, perfect example. Let's throw this out there. I know I was about to start with one way. I went a whole different route. Perfect example. I remember me and my best friend once, we took the kids to the park. And there was this little girl and I took my um, my dad's girlfriend at the time. I had her daughter with me. We go to the park, you know, letting the kids run around, have fun, you know. My daughter was only like a couple months old. She wasn't even a year. So, you know, my son, he was about a year. And my best friend's holding my son. Whatever. This little girl. And originally the way it started, it had nothing to do with me nor my best friend, nor my son, this girl was picking at my dad's girlfriend's daughter. And, you know, me and my best friend, we're sitting on a bench, you know, the kids are playing, and I peep it, you know, that the girl has her arms crossed, my dad's girlfriend's daughter, you know, she had her arms crossed, and this girl's just all up in her face looking like she's trying to yell at her. So, you know, I'm holding my daughter, so I was like, why does it look like she's all up in her face? You know, my best friend... We both are two peas in a pod. 
So both of our reactions were initially the same. We're like, all right, we're going to handle this. But since I was holding my daughter, you know, she went over there. And while my best friend's over there, you know, she's holding my son. And the little girl was like, oh, slap that baby out your hands. Hold the fuck up. You're going to slap what baby out of whose hands? Okay? That is the one thing. Listen, that is a harmful life. He had nothing to do with the scenario. You don't even understand. My blood boiled. My blood boiled. Talking about she's going to slap my son out of my best friend's hands. I wish she would have tried because guess what? As petty as I'm about to sound, I would have happily gone to jail because I would have beat that little girl's ass. Because obviously her mama don't beat that ass. Okay? Go and talk to grown ass adults like she fucking pays bills and shit. You got life fucked up, little girl. If you don't go somewhere, where's your mama at? Then talking about she was going to have her mom come to the park to beat me and my best friend's ass. Me and my best friend laughed. Okay? We surely laughed. And, you know, little girl, she tried to be all hype, whatever. You know, she never did touch my son. You know, she had a lot of mouth threatening to touch my son and the rest of my kids. But, you know, it never got to that extent. But that right there in itself showed me how quick, you know... A parent can jump to defend their kid. All I heard was she was going to slap my son out of my best friend's arms. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I barely hit my own kids, okay? If they deserve an ass whooping, they will get an ass whooping. But I barely touch my own kid. So when someone else has the audacity... To sit here and say that they're going to put a finger on my child? My devil horns come out. So that's another thing. You know, like I was saying, there's a lot of things that we learn about becoming a parent. I never knew how much rage I had inside of me until someone put hands on my son. You know, prime example, I got into a heated discussion once. Why? Because I smacked someone's kid for bullying my kid. I was wrong, you know, for smacking the little girl. Because it was a little girl. I don't care. But, you know what it is as a parent when you hear your kid screaming off the top of their lungs. Like that one scream of death. Like they're being killed. I snapped. I smacked the little girl. I got into it with, you know, her mom. Um... Which, I'm not sorry for getting into it with her mother because, you know, she could barely discipline her own child, but she wants everybody else's children to be disciplined. Um, you know, it's just, it's little things like that. Um, but, it's, I don't even know what else I can say. Like, it's just, it's a whole bunch of different things, you know. The list just goes on and on about all the different things that I've learned while being a parent, you know. Um, just like sometimes, you know, when they're growing up and they're learning to talk, you know, yeah, they listen to us and, you know, they react off of how we react on certain things and, you know, our responses. And I remember my son once. I don't remember if it was because, you know, me and my ex were arguing or what the situation was, but 
he didn't even know what he was saying himself. He was learning how to talk. And instead of saying sit, he said shit. Mommy, I shit. I shit. I shit. And I was just looking at him like, don't say that. Like, and I'm checking his diaper too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, okay, but no, you're not cocky, baby. Like, what are you talking about? You know, and don't say that word. That's a bad word. And I wasn't putting two and two together until I actually looked at him. And every time he would tell me it, he was sitting. So he's like, mommy, I shit. And I looked at him. I was like, you sit. You sat down, you know. And a lot of times, there's a lot of moments that as a parent, one thing I learned is there's a lot of times where I just have to laugh at what it is that they do. And that's a good thing and it's a bad thing. Especially when you have a son like mine, my five-year-old. You can't laugh at the things that he does because he will take it as a joke. Even if it, especially, especially if it's something serious. Um, but there's times where I have to laugh because I feel like if I react the way I'm supposed to, I might overstep my boundary and hit a little too hard. And sometimes I'm that parent that if I tell you I'm going to hit you and you move, wherever the fuck I hit you, I hit you. Don't cry about it later because you wanted to move and you want to act like, you know, you're grown and you should cover your ass or whatever, you know. But it, especially nowadays, like, the laws for these kids, these kids could get away with fucking murder. Like, Child Protective Services. Back in the day, yeah, they were around, but that was barely ever thrown around like that. Nowadays, couples just throw away, oh, you know, you want to leave me, so I'm going to call CPS. I'm going to tell them you're doing this and that and this and that, you know, and it's just like, bro, it's insane, you know, and half the time, you know, you hear, oh, CPS is involved, everybody initial reaction is they're gonna take my baby my baby's gonna be gone something's gonna happen you know they're not gonna leave me alone but it also depends on the case you know it's he say she say so everything is based off of just like court proof you know um one thing I learned as a parent you really gotta watch what you say and do around your kids You know, um, I see these little kids, like, once, um, I was living in this neighborhood, you know, and there was this little boy, I think, at the time, he was maybe, like, eight. He used to come around, you know, my house, and, because he's a little titerito, he's a little hood little boy, you know, little boys nowadays swear they're the shit, so... He would walk around with, like, you know, the little fanny pack book bag. This boy would have a bowl in there. He had a lighter, you know, blunts. And I'm just like, dude, you're seven. Who directly the fuck is giving a seven-year-old blunts and a bowl? Okay? Let me catch my son with that shit walking around the neighborhood. I'm going to beat your motherfucking ass. Like, and it's sad because this generation, everything is so out there now. That it's like, we have to try and seclude our kids more. Which is crazy, because back in the day, like I said earlier, you know, our parents were just like, yo, go outside. 
you know, we go outside, we play, whatever, we come back, and everything's Gucci. And we still have the same problems that we have now. They're still gangbangers. They're still drug dealers. You know, they're still fiends because I don't... I call them fiends because, you know, everybody... And I'm not going to say everybody, like every single person, but there are people that get more addicted than others to things, you know. So you have fiends out there. They've always been out there, but now it's just, it's so front street, basically. It's just so in your face now that I look at these little kids, you know, and they'd be like, oh, look at that crackhead. Oh, look at that dope head. Oh, look at that person. You know, and it's just like, damn. You know, back in the day, I'm pretty sure in the Bronx, you know, when me and my god sister, you know, our little friends, we were up and down the block. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We seen bums around, you know what I'm saying? But that's all we called them was a bum. You know, we didn't sit there and be like, oh, look at that crackhead. Oh, look at that dope head. Oh, that nigga's on heroin. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't really know about all that. And these kids nowadays just, oh, yeah. This nigga's a crackhead. Oh, this nigga does crack. Oh, this nigga does dope. Oh, yeah. This nigga's smoking K, too. Like, jeez Louise. Everything is just so out there now that it's like, basically, I feel like I have to seclude my kids. I have to keep them sheltered is the word I was looking for. Because I don't want them getting into that lifestyle. You know, they're still so young. I don't feel like they should know about it. You know, um... Yeah, I found out about weed at a young, a fairly young age, but not, I was at least, like, in middle school when I found out about weed, you know what I'm saying? Like, these kids are in, like, in elementary school walking down the block with kids in middle school smoking a blunt. Like, if y'all don't go inside and do y'all motherfucking homework, shit, where the fuck your mama at? And that's another thing that, you know, nowadays being a parent is so much harder because there's a lot of single parents You know, this generation is so fucked up that family isn't family anymore. You know, family used to be, listen, it's me, for example, if it was my scenario, you know, it would have been me, my kid's father, and my kids, and we would have lived happily ever after, you know, good life, and that's it. But this life is so fucked up because of all the different issues that goes on, like, You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own issue. Nobody, no two people fight the same battles. And I feel like as a parent, I have to shelter my kids because I don't want my kids to know what crack looks like, what heroin looks like, you know, Yeah, I do my thing. I smoke my weed. But the thing about me is, I don't like it to be done in front of my kids. You know, Um, especially when it comes down to rolling up. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to roll up a blunt, which one thing about me, um, I feel like if I'm going to roll a blunt, my kids don't need to be around, you know? Um, and typically when I am smoking, you know, they'd be like, mommy, what you doing? I'm smoking a cigarette. I'm smoking. Get away from me. You know, I don't really like it to be firsthand for them to just be like, oh, look, so that's weed. 
that's how mommy rolls it and that's how she smokes it. No, not at all. I don't like it, you know. Um, so I try to, like, shelter them from that. And I just feel like everything that we learn as parents, you know, we have to instill it. But also, I feel like everything that I've learned, you know, since I became a mom myself, I look at it and I make mistakes. You know, I'm not perfect. You know, sometimes I've made the same mistake two, three times. I got four kids. Hello, it's bound to happen. But the next time, I'm more prepared for the situation. You know, like... The weekend that just passed, my five-year-old was in a car accident. Um, And I sent him with his aunt. You know, they got into an accident. It was not her fault. But just when his grandma called me to tell me my son was in an accident, do you know how emotional I got? Like, I felt like my heart sank to my ass. Like, all I could think in my head, is my baby okay? You know, how bad did he get hurt? how bad was the accident, you know, you just, you start to ponder a whole bunch of different thoughts, and I had to think, like, listen, relax, because when my anxiety starts, I have to try and calm myself down, because if I let it get too bad, then either I break down and I have a mental breakdown, or I have to confide in one of very few people. I have a handful of people that when I am going through my anxiety that I can go to that know, like, okay, listen, just breathe. Just, you know, they talk me through it. Even if they see that I'm being belligerent, I'm being an arrogant bitch, you know, um, like I got called the other day. Um, but it just... Like I say, there's just so many different things that you learn once you become a parent. And I, for myself, like, I have three boys, one girl. I've been through hell. As a female myself, I've been through some shit. So it's like, another thing is that also being a parent to my daughter, I've learned that I, as a woman, have to be stronger because I can't let her see me weak because she's going to grow up to be a woman herself. And I want my daughter to be a strong, independent woman, you know, and that's why I have to, you know, do the things that I have to do so that she doesn't have to feel like, oh, I have to depend on a man or whatever be the case. You know, like my um, her father is one of those that he did like me being dependent on him. But my father raised me differently. You know, you don't depend on a man for anything. You do things for yourself. And um, that was a big conflict we had, which is why we obviously did not work. You know, he's in his relationship happily. And I wish them nothing but the best. And I'm doing me. And doing me does not mean that I'm fucking all over the world doing me I'm focused on me I'm bettering myself for my kids you know and being a parent that's that's one thing too 
you know, that you learn. You No matter what, you want to keep trying to better yourself for your kid or your kids, you know. Because it's like, I want my kids to grow up and I want them to be like, listen, my mom went through hell, but my mom never gave up. My mom did what she did, you know. And I want them to see that and be able to instill it in their own lives. Like, listen, my mom went through hell. My mom got her ass beat. My mom was homeless. You know, my mom's been at the bottom of the bottom when she felt like she wasn't worth shit. And now, you know, and hopefully this is when, you know, they're more into their teenage years, you know, now that they can be teens and be like, now look at my mom. My mom's Gucci. My mom got her place. She got her shit. You know, she did everything. And I'm not going to say by myself as in solely alone, but I did it by myself. In other words, and like I said, it doesn't mean that I did it solely alone because no matter what in life, every single person needs help. But for them to see that I did not need a dick, in other words, to get there. I did not have to depend on a man. I did not have to depend on anybody. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I want them to see, which is why... Now I'm looking into so many other different things that I can do to better myself. You know, for one, this podcast is one thing. I put my voice out there on different things that come to my mind, you know. Like this one is mostly about parenting, what I learned and stuff like that. You know, put it out there because at the same time, like while I learn it, if you're a listener, you can kind of like, if you have children yourself, you're either going to be like, Hey, I learned that too. Or, oh shit, how, but wait, I didn't get there yet. But look, she's going through it. She's coping through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, different scenarios, you know? Like, I'm going to be real. You know, like I said before, you know, my baby father's ain't shit. But, I'm not going to sit here and act like they don't provide whatsoever. I have a baby father who does try, you know, there's, he tries more times than others, but, you know, I honestly just wish that me and my baby fathers, all of them, could just co-parent, be on the same page, but it's difficult because it's like, I'm dealing with three different personalities because they're three different type of people, you know, I have my most recent baby father... You know, he's, how can I describe him? He's not a bad person, you know. He has bad qualities, but he's not a bad person himself, you know. I'll be realistic, you know. Um, He's just, he's done a lot of fucked up things. Um, He's more aggressive um when he wants something it's his way no way which my other baby father is the same way but he's willing more to compromise you know and then I have my first baby father who I can't compromise for shit with we don't even uh, have no type of communication you know he was just like you know what fuck it I got you pregnant Fuck you, bitch. That's how I felt, you know. So, 
that's that. But the way I look at it, at the end of the day, my son didn't lose out on anything, you know. Um, my son has more than enough people around him that love him to pieces to where he's, you know, honestly, let me be real. My son, to this day, he will be seven in June, has yet to ask me about his father, you know. And I feel bad sometimes because it's like he sees his siblings, you know. Um, before I had my, you know, obviously my younger two kids, my son and my daughter, you know, he used to see his younger brother go off with his dad and be like, oh, I want to go. And I used to have to tell him, like, he's going to go spend time with his family. And I would see that, you know, he was hurt by it, but he, I can tell that my son knew, you know, between me, my father, and, you know, the the family that we had, that was enough for him, you know? His father was basically my father. There, I remember there, there was a time where he'd be like, oh, that's my dad. And I used to have to tell him, like, no, that's my dad. You know, he's just your grandpa. No, that's my dad. That's my daddy. You know? And, um... <clears throat> And I don't feel no type of way by that because at the end of the day, you know, at least he had a father figure, you know. Yeah, we share the same father figure, but it's okay because at the end of the day, my yeah, my dad was tough on me, but my dad had his reasons to be tough, you know. Um, I didn't end up the way he wanted me to, you know, but that's, that's life, you know. Um, and that's another thing, you know, since being a parent, I look back in my own life and my dad's wants and wishes, and they didn't always come true, you know, there's things that my dad wanted for me that did not happen, and that's what I have to look forward in life, like, I wonder, you know what I'm saying, like, listen, because as a parent, we always have these high hopes, like, yeah, I want my kid to go to college, I want my kid to do this, but at the end of the day, it's up to your kid, you know, and that's another thing that I learned um, as a parent, they have multiple personalities, so it's like you have to cope with each child's different personality and deal with them in the way that they are, you know, and I love it because let me be realistic. I got my oldest son. He's I'm not going to say that he's antisocial, but he's more to himself, you know, then you have my five year old who's just out there, wild, bold, outgoing kid. Then my youngest son is the massive sweetheart like and I won't even lie he is the biggest sweetest kid alive but he is like his father you know his father's the same way his father can be the biggest sweetheart but when they're mad they're mad you know my son be throwing temper tantrums and I'll be having to be like uh what you doing calm down don't be screaming at your grandpa you know and my daughter she's just this freaking a whole bundle of cuteness, like, the sweetest little girl alive, and I love it, and then it's just, like, I start thinking about it, and I'm like, listen, as y'all grow up, I wonder what it's gonna be like, you know, but there's a lot of things, you know, um, but let's wrap it up, guys, you know, because I could go on and on, and on and on, and on and on, but, you know, it's a lot, a lot of different things, you know, and one thing also that I learned as a parent is that I never stopped learning about being a parent, 
there's a whole bunch of different ways to do different things, you know, to teach your kids. And everyone has their own parenting style, and it's just that's how life is, you know? But, guys, if there's anything else about being a parent that you guys feel like I didn't mention or you guys want to bring to my attention, by all means, look me up on my social media. Um, Facebook, Beba Garcia, B-E-B-A-H, people, don't forget that. Um, look me up on Instagram, Beba La Baby, Beba, B-E-B-A-H-L-A, B-A-Y-B-E-H, Beba La Baby, and if you want to find me on Snapchat, Beba Baby, spelled the same way, just take out the L-A, you know? Look me up, guys. Talk to me. Let me know what you guys think. Anything you guys want to hear, you guys know. Let me know. Starting to think about topics for the next podcast, you know. Um, I'm going to leave it up to you guys. All right? So, I've been thinking a lot lately about talking about the... um, This government shutdown bullshit, you know? Um, I'm anti-Trump, so, you know, I don't agree with it at all. Um, or, you know, what I was thinking about doing was talking about different things or different ways to learn about yourself. Um, which that is a topic I really do want to touch different ways to learn about yourself so you guys let me know um if there's any other topic you guys want to talk about please let me know and we'll get it on the show so i hope you guys have a great day and look out for my next episode you guys love you